Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Welcome back again to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. I'm Colleen, one of the race announcers for Vacation Races. I'm here with Anna Basso Hosford, and we are going to be talking Grand Circle Trail Fest and specifically speaking about Friday, which is our Zion Day. And if you haven't listened to the first and second episode, we encourage you to go back and listen to those because we're kind of building on that information. And now we're really dialing it in to the specific course that we're going to be running on Friday, which is in Zion. Very excited about that. So pause right here. If you haven't heard us before, head on back to that very first episode all about Wednesday at Grand Circle Trail Fest. And then you can go and listen to the Bryce Canyon, which is your first day, your first course that you're going to be running. And then rejoin us with this Friday Zion edition of Vacation Races and Friends podcast. Nerding out on data, perfecting the optimal training and nutrition plan, aiming for progression in PRs. Sound like you? Well, Gnarly Nutrition can relate. Featuring a full line of honest sports nutrition products, Gnarly provides the best nutrition possible for all types of mountain athletes. Because they offer great tasting and reputable products, Vacation Races trust Gnarly to be the on-course hydration sponsor. With the low-calorie, high-electrolyte Gnarly Hydrate for shorter races and the calorie, electrolyte, and amino acid-filled Gnarly Fuel 2.0 for longer races. Gnarly is here, taking the bonking out of your big day. Use code vacation 15 during checkout at gonarly.com for 15% off. Okay, Anna, here we are. We're already to Friday. Everybody has Bryce Canyon under their belt. They cannot believe that they were able to finish it. And now they're super scared for Friday. That is what happens every year. It is what happens. (laughs) I have to talk everybody off the proverbial ledge. I'm like, guys, from Just keep coming from here yep. on out. You're going to love Friday. Friday is a day that I don't want to call it a recovery day because we've got some, we still have some technical trail. We've got some stuff to do, mm-hmm. but it is so different. So yeah. much easier to navigate than Bryce's that I feel like people are like, okay, this is fun. Yeah. So yeah, this, this trail so you're going to be running the Wire Mesa Trail, which both Colleen and I, it truly is one of our absolute favorite trails, let alone in Zion, but anywhere. Like I love Wire Mesa. When Absolutely. We used to have a different trail for this Zion Day for Trail Fest. And when we switched to this, I was excited because this already was one of my favorite trails before it became an official race course trail that we use for vacation races events. So what Colleen says is, yes, there's some technical sections. But the first thing is you start out by running on a downhill for the first three miles as the sun is rising. So, oh my, and you're, you're running, starting off, but you're running straight towards Zion National Park and you're yeah. looking at the big canyon walls. I mean, you don't get better sunrise views than what you're going to see mm-hmm. on this course. So, it's great. Right out the gate, it's going to be amazing. Let's kind of, before we jump in, because this is what we do, Anna, is we jump into yeah, we this course because we're sorry. super excited. So let's jump back. <laughs> let's go back to Kanab. We're waking okay, up. We're back in Kanab. Yeah, we're back in Kanab. Day number two, we just woke up in the Canyon Cove. We're stepping out of those tents for day number two, and we're headed to the Grab and Grow Breakfast, which starts again at 5 a.m. We're going to grab a bagel. Yes. We're going to grab maybe a hard-boiled egg, cup of coffee, and we're going to head 
out because we have another drive ahead of us. If you bought a shuttle pass, you'll be able to ride the shuttles that will be leaving from Canab, taking you over to the course, or you'll be driving yourself. So let's talk through those two things. How long is this drive? So this drive is a little shorter than the previous day. It takes about an hour to get to the city of Apple Valley. That is the southwestern area of the Zion National Park. It's just outside of the park boundaries, but we're going to be seeing the park. So we're driving from Kanab, heading south toward Fredonia, um, and then taking a right out of Fredonia, which means you're heading west to head toward um, Apple Valley. And that is Highway 59. Yes, Highway 59. (laughs) Because this is the thing. I want to make real clear here. There is a hard right-hand turn in Fredonia. It's a little dark in Fredonia, kind of a little teeny tiny town. It's a very small town. If you stay straight on Highway 89, you're headed to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and Jacob that's Lake. tricky. Highway, Highway 89, you're starting in Utah, you go through Arizona for a second, but then you get back onto Highway 59, which is that hard, hard right turn that you do not want to miss, as Colleen said you'll eventually get back in Utah. So you're kind of just going through this little blip of a corner through Arizona in Fredonia, but you cannot miss that turn because you will go to the Grand Canyon. And that is not where you want to be headed on a day like this. Not on a day like this on any other day. It's beautiful up there. Go get some cookies (laughs) up at Jacob Lake Lodge and all those things, but not today. We've had people who are like, I ended up in Jacob Lake and we're like, well, that was not where you needed to go. So Hard right-hand turn. Make sure you check the race guide because we have all of the turn-by-turn directions in there. We will also have signage out at that turn where it will say vacation races and it will show you where to turn on Highway 59. So I just want to really make that clear and Mm -hmm. just don't follow the people in front of you. Confirm where you're going. Highway 59, once you're on it, you're not going to miss the race course. Hydration has never looked so good. Hydroflask brings you the best and brightest bottles, tumblers, and outdoor kitchenware. Strikingly simple and durable. Hydroflask reusable items are perfect for your outdoor adventures. Discover your best travel mate on hydroflask.com or follow at Hydroflask on Instagram. So once you get through to Apple Valley, um, you're going to be taking a turn on what's called um, Main Street. And it's not that main looking of a street because Apple Valley also is a very small town. Hold on, Anna, Anna, we have to go back. It's not that much looking like a main street. It is a dirt road, right hand (laughs) turn. There There, are no no buildings. structures on main street. Let me make that clear. There's no buildings. (laughs) There's no light. There's no nothing. So we're not sure. There is going to be a signage that says special event ahead with a right hand turn. And there will be permanent signage that says things like Gooseberry Mesa, Smithsonian Butte. That is your correct turn, turning off of Highway 59. You're going to be turning on Main Street, but it's a dirt road. So there are no street lights. There's no um It's not going to feel very main. <laughs> no, it's quite unmain, but it's still called Main Street. And so there is a street sign labeled accordingly. Make sure you have your directions ready to go but you're going to be turning up a dirt road and you're heading up there for, I want to say two to three ish miles on this very straight dirt road. Um, I will say it can be washboardy at times. Um, it can be quite washboardy at times if I'm not being honest. So please keep your speeds lower plan, maybe an extra, you know, 10 minutes into your drive. All the runners are going to be heading this one way, the same direction, and we'll try to get you into the parking lot in 
parked as soon as possible so it's not too much of a bottleneck to come in. But we create a traffic jam. There's nothing else happening that time of day, but there's just this long dirt road that you're going to be heading down. You think, oh man, are we ever going to get there? You'll get there. It's just kind of a long feeling road because of those washboards. So keep your speeds down. We don't want any pop tires getting there in the morning. And the dust can also be a factor. So keeping your speeds down will help keep the dust down as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's not a dirt road in that it's a difficult dirt road to drive on. You don't need any clearance. When we talk about washboards, what happens is when the tires bounce on a dirt road, it kind of piles up these little humps that look like mm-hmm. a washboard. And then it makes you feel like when you're in your car, you're going, gung, 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 gung. that's just kind of how it feels. So the less your car bounces, the less washboard we create on that road too. So just kind of keep that in mind with that road. But it is kind of like, I call it the field of dreams moment where it's this long main street. Long train of cars. And you can see everybody coming in the same direction. We have a huge parking lot. It is a very large parking lot. We use it all the time for vacation races events. And we'll just direct you right in there to park. And that is where your start line is going to be located. It's a yeah. super easy. Ruby it's Rider great. Ranch. That's where you're headed. Yep. It's called Ruby Rider Ranch. You could even put it in your phone, um, pulls up on Google if you want to type in Ruby Rider Ranch. But again, if you need turn-by-turn directions or just a link from getting yourself exactly from Canab to the start line location, that is in the race guide with links included. Yes. But yeah, the great thing about this course is you do not need a shuttle to get there at the start. Where you park, you're going to simply walk up to that northeast corner of this parking lot, and that's where our start line will be. So it's pretty simple. Once you're parked, it's not too stressful. Um, we'll have bathrooms there that you can use. Again, gear check that you can take advantage of. This day will not be quite as cold. It'll still be chilly, but it'll be you'll feel the difference. It'll be much, much nicer than your prior day start at Bryce Canyon. Just with a drop in elevation, the the nature of the landscape, all of the above, it's going to be a more pleasant morning. However, keep in mind, if you run cool, you'll still want to have maybe at least a layer or two in the morning and then have take advantage of your gear drop bag that you have been provided that will be there at the finish for you. Yes, all great suggestions, Anna. This is definitely a tank and shorts typically kind of day where it will warm up. It's really a beautiful, beautiful day on a beautiful course. So I love the logistics of this. If you are riding the shuttle from Canab, it's just going to be like it was on day one. You'll take that shuttle from Canab. We'll get you right to that start line parking area as well. And yeah, super easy. So let's talk about the start. The start is going to be at the same time as it was on day one. So 7.30 is your start. It's going to be a rolling start. We encourage all those running for overall awards, which we do the top three, male, female, to go first at 7.30 so they can get out there. And you do, you have this nice like three mile road that you're on that's mostly descending. So it's really easy for everybody to spread out. We do ask you to make sure to stay on the left side of the road on your way down there because there could be some other traffic on that road. It's not a completely closed road, but it Honey is Stinger helps very you prepare, lightly trapped, especially at that time of day. Your so you're going to kind of wrap yourself around Smithsonian Butte, which is a prominent mountain that is going to be to your right, to and you'll drop and down to the wire Discover what all the best is about on HoneyStinger.com. Like we said when we started, it is our favorite. 30% off organic waffles, chews, gels, bars, and hydration to help you sweeten the burn. How many aid stations do we have and when can we plan on those happening? 
You will have one aid station um, at every course for Trail Fest. There is just one aid station. However, compared to Bryce, um, this course overall is shorter and the aid station comes sooner. So you have your aid station. At, um, it's about the midway point in this loop that you're doing. It's at mile 7.3. So you will have already kind of traversed part of the rim. You'll have views of Zion. You'll see some cinder cones. You'll start to get a glimpse of co-op thinkers direction before you hit that aid station at that top of the loop on the north side of Wire Mesa. So 7.3 is your sole aid station. Just because it's a little shorter, just because the elements are a little lighter, so to speak, um, still make sure you top off because um, it can get hot and the technical part of the terrain, um, that's still the challenge for this course. Your first three miles running down the road, it's, it's a dirt road. It's, it's easy to kind of be a little more mindless, so to speak, as you're running. You don't have to pay as much attention to your footing. But once you get on the loop of Wire Mesa, um, it is more technical. So you're going to want to keep your heads up on stones, roots, um, variances of levels, the slick rock, which Colleen's going to go into what slick rock means. There's also some narrow portions where you, you might have a run-in with a cactus. So we want you to be aware things, um, debris, things like that do exist on this trail. So it's not just a perfectly manicured trail, but it's just different type of running compared to your prior day. Yeah, it's a little bit rockier, I would say. And the slick rock, mm -hmm. there's just some, especially when you first, you're going to come down that dirt road, you're going to take a left-hand turn into the trailhead, and then you're going to take a hard right-hand turn onto the loop. And you have to watch. Yeah, make loop you're doing counterclockwise. Yep, counterclockwise. So make sure you're looking for that right-hand turn. Actually, you're going to see the finish line. When you see the finish mm -hmm. line, you have a hard right-hand turn is where you're going to turn to start this loop. And the loop itself, as you get out along the rim, it's absolutely gorgeous. But you hit these kind of slick rock places. Slick rock is just a large panel of rock, basically, generally flat. And there's not a ton of it on this course, but it comes in smaller sections. So you might have a section where you have to take three or four steps over this larger rock surface. And that's what slick rock is. We call it slick rock. And you're all thinking, my gosh, how slippery must that stuff be? It's not at all. It's actually super duper sticky, especially with a good pair of trail shoes. Why it's called Slick Rock is because it's generally smooth on top. And if water were to run on it, it would get very slippery, especially if there's algae on it. So that just, and that happens <laughs> when there's more water involved. Don't worry. We don't have any water involved up here. It's been pretty dry lately here. So kind of a rocky surface, tons of petrified wood out on this course tons of it. Yes. It's so fun. But there is some cactus. We had some people who had a few run-ins with cactus out there. So just watch your footing. If you are a trail runner and you love trails, you are absolutely going to adore the single track on this wire mesa. Yeah, we it is more technical in nature. I wouldn't say it's a beginner, you know, single track, but it's also not a really technical trail either. So it's just kind of right in the middle. Um and the views, like Anna mentioned, absolutely spectacular. You're going to be running right into the sun as it rises over Zion Canyon. It's just epic. The pictures here, absolutely epic. So you've got the one aid station that's going to come about mile 7.3. We'd probably recommend, again, the two liter bladder for this course. Two liters is just going to be a good standard for you. The aid mm -hmm. station is going to be stocked with the same things we saw at Bryce. You're going to get really used to that and you're going to get used to our aid station volunteers and everything. 
So day two, I love the finish line. Everybody's so happy because Bryce is challenging. And then they come and I feel like we just give you guys this, you know, stab in your arm. That's like this boost of like, okay, this is awesome. We get done a little bit earlier on Friday as well. This is actually quite a fast course, especially for our overall runners, pretty fast course. So you're going to get done. And then we do, this is one, I just am going back and thinking, Anna, the very first year that we changed to this course, you remember we had them have to run back up to the parking lot? Yes, I do. (laughs) There's a reason why you don't run up to the parking lot anymore and you finish at about mile 10.4. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, you don't have to deal with a shuttle from a parking spot to the start line in the morning. However, we will shuttle you from the finish line back to your car up the hill three miles. So as Colleen mentioned or alluded to, we used to have you do about 13 miles instead of 10-ish. And after you'd finish your loop, you'd go right back up. So it was a start, finish, same place. One, it's less scenic. Two, those last three miles are simply uphill. You're facing away from Zion. And that's like the salty, sour taste that's left in your mouth after a spectacular run. So we... We shortened the race a little bit by three miles. Hopefully nobody has too many complaints. If you truly wanted to run back up to your car, go for it. How about it? Go for it. Get your extra mileage in. Um, but we will have shuttles waiting at the, tra- um, just outside the trailhead. So what's going to happen is you're going to come in. The trail runs you right into the finish at this trailhead parking lot. We kind of take over the whole area. And then what you're going to do is walk back out to that road when you initially had that hard left to turn into the um, wire Mesa area, you're going to walk back out to the road. It's maybe 300 yards or yeah, so quarter mile walk back yeah. out there to get on the shuttle, the shuttles, there's not enough room to turn the shuttles around and everything in the trailhead corral area. So you're just going to walk out there. There could be a queue because this is a faster race. People tend to finish in a shorter stretch of time. So there could be a queue. So just be patient as we get those shuttles, but it's a, three-mile ride, three-mile ride back that the shuttles are going to go take drop-off runners and spectators and then come back and get some more. I do want to point out one thing with spectators for this race. So again, there is no parking at the finish line for this race. And there's, um, until the runners start finishing, we probably won't be taking too many shuttles from that parking lot down. So we recommend if you wanted to take a stroll as your runners are out on course, it's a perfect time to walk down to the finish enjoy that same sunrise that they're seeing. So as soon as all the runners get started, feel free to walk down that same trail, or there's plenty of other trails nearby. If you wanted to go explore, we will start taking um, spectators down to the finish once those first ones finish. So if you're one of those spectators that your runners probably going to be in the top 10 or very fast runners, there's a good chance a shuttle might not be there at the top for you just because of the way we filter the shuttles through for the runners the runners get the priority in this situation. So it might be in your best interest to take that little walk or hike down that three mile road to get to the Wire Mesa trailhead to see your runner finish. Yeah, we had a lot of spectators do that last year and it was really fun. There's just no parking on this Smithsonian View road. So please, please, please do not try to drive down to the finish line. It causes all sorts of problems. And you don't want to be the one who is causing the problems and causing the backup of the shuttles. And then everybody has to wait because they can't turn around because your car's parked someplace. So just really work with us on that. Either walk down or just know that those shuttles are going to be a little bit behind. So if you have faster runners, your best bet is to just walk. So 
Good, good suggestions, Anna. And it's such a fun finish line. I'm, I'm visualizing right now what the finish looks like because I can look and see everybody. And we've got just like the Eagle Crags. You can see the formation just outside of Zion, Smithsonian Buttes there. You've got the West Temple. It's gorgeous. Again, you're going to be able to use RaceJoy on this course, which is our tracking app. And your spectators can download it as well. And it helps them track you. And we've loaded some information on those RaceJoy mileage markers where you'll learn about the area and kind of what you're seeing. So it's really fun. So make sure to use RaceJoy as well. For over 40 years, Nathan has provided best-in-class running essentials designed to help runners enhance and improve their performance mile after mile and year after year. From our hydration vests and handhelds to our safety gear and apparel, Nathan products deliver on what matters most to you. Intuitive design, comfort, quality, and smart storage. Check us out at NathanSports.com or follow at NathanSportsInc on Instagram. Okay, Friday. I feel like Friday, easy day. It's like Friday, yeah. easy day. It's going to be good. I'm excited. You guys are going to love this course. It's, I mean, it's, it's easy in the sense of compared to the day before, but you'll already be on tired legs. So don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. You know, do prep your mind mentally for this race, but you're, you're going to tell it where, what we're alluding to when we say easy day, you'll, your mind will be able to relax your anxiety from, you know, Oh, do I have the energy and the legs to do this a, a whole nother day? You're going to wake up that Friday morning after running Bryce and say, Oh, am I really going to be able to do this? The answer is yes. And you're going to love it. Yeah, you are. You're going to get to the finish line. You're going to be like, you guys were right. This is awesome. So much fun. So get ready because Zion is amazing. If you want to go see Zion National Park, this is a great day to do that. You would just simply go back to the main road and you'd kind of drive down Highway 59, drop down into Hurricane Leverkin on Highway 9 and follow Highway 9 all the way into Zion National Park. There are some other ways that you can kind of cut through the desert to get over to Zion, but I'd encourage you to come and talk to our staff about those different ways. It just depends on the vehicle that you have and what you need to do. Like if you want to get something to eat, it's always great to go down into town. And over in Springdale, there is tons and tons of great options for food and things to do. Do remember that you can't drive into Zion Canyon. You do have to ride a park provided shuttle into the canyon from Springdale. So get on the shuttle, go see the canyon. Absolutely worth it. Maybe go all the way up to the top to the Narrows, which is about a seven mile shuttle ride in. And then you can go ice your legs in the Virgin River up there and see parts of the Narrows. That's a great idea. And then you can actually drive through the east side of Zion as well on your way out and go back to Kanab that way. You can make this beautiful loop that's going to take mm -hmm. you to the race course all the way through Zion National Park and then back to Festival HQ for the evening. So it's going to be a great day in Zion. Everybody always loves our Zion day. And don't forget that we will have stuff going on back at Festival HQ. We have Morgan Shogren who's going to be there with us. She's going to speak at four o'clock. She's known as the running bum. And she's got a great presentation on a book that she just wrote about Glen Canyon, which of course, Saturday is where you're going to get to see Glen Canyon. Dinner on Friday night, it's going to be at five o'clock. It's going to be the baked potato bar and like grilled chicken salads. It's going to be super yummy. So we've got that at five o'clock and then the Navajo hoop dancers are going to be joining us that night. And if you've never seen them, you've got to get your cameras ready. You got to bring your spectators if you got kids with you. 5.30 on Friday, we've got the Navajo Hoop Dancers 
And what's cool about them is you're going to learn a little bit about their culture. And then on Saturday, we'll go down and be right on their reservation. So you'll get to learn a little bit about them and experience some of their culture. Stone and Company will be doing live music at seven o'clock on Friday. And we're just going to have a great day for our Friday Zion Day at the Grand Circle Trail Fest. Anna, anything that we're missing on Zion? Nope. I think you've covered it. Just get excited for this one. Yeah, it's a great course. It is a great course. Don't overthink it. Don't overdress. It is going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. If you have any questions on Grand Circle Trail Fest, you can always reach out to Anna, A-N-N-A at vacationraces.com or our customer service, info at vacationraces.com. Okay, guys, get ready because up next is episode four of the Grand Circle Trail Fest. We're going to be talking about our... Ooh, Horseshoe Bend course. This is so good. So we're going to be heading down to Page, Arizona on Saturday. We'll talk about that. We'll give you all the details and how we're going to wrap up all of our festivities back at HQ for Saturday. Thanks for joining us. It's a Vacation Races and Friends podcast. You've been listening to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. We'd love your feedback. Email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments, concerns, or stories you'd love to share. Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com. This episode was produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com.